the service of prayer and preaching for the observation of both St. Michael and All Angels and LWML Sunday, October 1st, 2023. We sing hymn LSB 686, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Sanctify us in your truth. Your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, 
The name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, Proclaim that his name is exalted. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. A reading for the Feast of St. Michael and All Angels from Daniel chapters 10 and 12. And behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly loved, Understand the words that I speak to you, and stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand, and humbled yourself before your God, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days, but Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I was left there with the kings of Persia and came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision is for days yet to come. At that time shall arise Michael, the great prince who has charge of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never has been since there was a nation till that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. 
And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The introit is verses from Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, Bless his holy name. A reading from Revelation, the twelfth chapter. Now war arose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives even unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel, uh, a reading from Matthew 18. At that time the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, Truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world for temptations to sin, for it is necessary that temptations come, but woe to the one by whom the temptation comes. And if your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than with two hands or two feet to be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into the hell of fire. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, 
For I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man came to save the lost. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with a common responsory found on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. The Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but to deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is an interesting combination of days for a Sunday. We are both observing St. Michael and All Angels as well as LWML Sunday. Mission work for the kingdom of God is what drives both of these days. When we remember that the word angel is a transliterated word, not a translated one, and its translation is one that means messenger, this becomes more clear. At least on some level, what are Lutheran women in mission except messengers of God in many various ways? Interestingly enough, these two days together don't have a great beginning, do they? The first time... We see a messenger, an angel, talking with a woman. These things didn't end so well. We do not have the interchange between the first messenger to Eve, which would have been Adam, but we do have the second interchange, wherein this angelic messenger was none other than the devil himself. The devil's message was one that spun the truth. It contained some truth. There was knowledge in it, but it wasn't the whole truth and nothing but the truth. The devil's lie was that by eating the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Adam and his wife would be like God, knowing both good and evil. 
God had created them to know the good. But Satan convinced them that God was holding out on them by withholding evil from them. He claimed that they would be like God, as if they were not already created in his image and likeness. The image of God is to know God rightly and love him perfectly. This is what God created Adam and his wife to do. But by giving in to the devil's lie and false promise to be like God, Adam and his wife ironically lost the very likeness of God. And so began one of the fiercest battles in heaven or on earth. The devil's greatest weapon is his lie that we can be like God if we only figure out the things that God has hidden from us. If we can see what God sees, then we can be like him. And yet, this is not what God promised. God's will was for us to remain in his likeness and in his very image, knowing the good and have nothing to do with evil. The will of God never changed. Immediately after Adam and his wife fell into sin, God addressed the devil. God said that he would put enmity between the devil and the woman whom the devil had seduced into sin. In other words, though the devil thought that he had gained the woman and her husband to his side, God would make them enemies. While God was speaking to Adam and Eve, he was at the same time speaking to more. God was speaking of another woman besides Eve. He spoke of a woman whose seed, whose offspring would battle against the devil. The devil would crush his heel, but in the process, he would crush the devil's head. God was speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, who would be born of the Virgin Mary, to destroy the power of the devil, even as the devil would have him nailed to a cross. The devil's lie was that we would be like God if we became familiar with evil. But all that did was leave us dead in our trespasses and sins. In our fallen, corrupted state, no matter how clever we think we are, no matter how much we think we know about what is right and wrong, we can never begin to scratch the surface of who God is if we rely on our own methods and understanding. The truth is that no one is like God but God himself. The very likeness of God is the Son of God who is himself God. He is the likeness of the invisible God and the very imprint of his nature. <clears throat> the Savior who was born of a woman would be the very likeness of God. And here God exposed the great irony of the devil's lie. The devil promised Adam's wife that she would be like God. But God would send one to be born of a woman, the one who truly is like God. He would be like God by destroying the devil's power of sin and deceit. He would bear this sin in his own body on the tree, turning God's anger away. And so the prophet Micah says, Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. The Son of God has various names which has to do with what he does. In Isaiah 7.14, he is called Emmanuel, which means God with us, because he would be born of the virgin. And as true God, he would share our own flesh and blood as his own. He would be with us, sharing our own nature in himself. And he would choose the good and reject the evil. He is called Jesus, which means the Lord saves, 
because he, the Lord in our flesh, would save his people from their sins. Jeremiah calls him the Lord our righteousness because he would render his own obedience in the place of every sinner, forgiving us of all our sins and standing forever as our righteousness before the Father. But there's another name which we observe today. This is the name of Michael. Michael means one who is like God. There is some scholarly debate as to who Michael is, either an angel or the son of God himself. Many Christians assume that Michael cannot be the son of God because the son of God is not merely like God. He is God. However, the name Michael doesn't describe so much Jesus' substance as true God. The name Michael describes Jesus' work of victory over the devil. He is the answer to the devil's lie that Adam and his wife would be like God if they disobeyed him. Michael the one who is like God, is the one who obeys God perfectly, knowing nothing but good. Jesus, the Son of the Father, the very image and likeness of God, put himself under the law in the place of Adam and all his offspring. He rendered perfect obedience to God. He thereby proved to be the one who was like God. So you see that the title Michael, the one who is like God, is a taunt against the devil. It is as if God is saying to the devil, So you deceived my children into thinking they would be like me if they disobeyed me. Well, let me show you. I am sending my only begotten Son. He alone is the one who is like me, because he will obey me in every way. And in this way, he will free my children from your power and dominion over them. We hear in Revelation 12 that war broke out in heaven. Michael, the prince of the angels, fought against the great dragon, the devil. The devil and his angels fought back, but they were defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. In other words, the devil not only deceives us into turning from God's goodness, but he even accuses us before the throne of God in heaven. But by the blood of the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, the devil's accusations have been silenced. He has been cast out of heaven. He's not allowed to say a word against those who take refuge in the image and likeness of God. And this is why Adam named his wife Eve. He named her this after they fell into sin and after God gave his promise that the seed of the woman would destroy the power of the devil. Eve means life. He named her Eve because she was the mother of the living. This promise was fulfilled when the Virgin Mary gave birth to Christ, who became obedient to the Father, was crushed for our iniquities, won for us peace by the blood of his cross, and was raised to give us new life. And yet, even before it was fulfilled, this promise was as good as done. This is because God spoke it. So resting on this promise, Adam named his wife Eve. Eve is her new name, given to her after she fell into sin. Eve is the name of the living, not the dead. Eve is the name given to all of those who are in Christ, the life of all the living. Earlier in Revelation 12, St. John speaks of his vision of a woman who gave birth to a son who rules with all authority. The first woman who comes to mind, of course, is Mary, who gave birth to Jesus, and yet there is more to the vision. This woman spoken of by John is described as one who is brought into the wilderness where she is protected from the devil who is constantly attacking her and her children. Here it becomes clear that John's vision of the woman is a vision of the church on earth. She, like the Virgin Mary, bears Christ within her. We all have been baptized into Christ and engrafted into the church, bear Christ, his cross, and his righteousness on our hearts. And for this reason, 
The devil restlessly attacks us and tries to deceive us, just as he did to the first woman. But God has defeated the devil by the blood of his son. He who is like God, Michael, has cast the devil down. In the meantime, we must face the devil's snarls as he makes his last efforts to deceive us and mislead us into false belief, despair, and other great shame and vice. But his snarls and his anger are only evidence that he has been defeated. Having baptized us into Christ, God makes us alive in him. Through Christ, he has restored us to his image. He gives us his own Holy Spirit through the gospel of his only begotten Son. He gives us faith to withstand the devil's threats. These things are hard to grasp. They seem very far from us in our ordinary lives. But the scriptures tell us of them so that we would recognize the true spiritual battle going on and not become distracted by the things of this life and the false peace which the world promises us. It's important that we recognize the true battle. When your anger against your spouse rises up in your heart, recognize the darts of the devil who first turned Adam and his wife against God. When you're tempted to gratify your own sinful desires or to speak evil about your neighbor behind his back, then recognize this as the deceit of the dragon who introduced selfishness and evil to our first parents. When you are embarrassed to stand up and confess your faith before your friends and neighbors, recognize this as the serpent who promises you a better life if you just ignore God's word. And when your sins weigh down on your conscience and you feel like losing hope in God's mercy, recognize this as Satan who tries to accuse you before the throne of God. And while you recognize this fierce battle, take comfort in the victory, which has already been won. It has been won by the blood of Christ. By this very blood and by the word of your testimony, you overcome the devil's lies and attacks. When you stand up and confess the gospel, this is when you imitate your Lord and Savior, Jesus, who gave the good confession before Pilate. You are like him, not when you try to figure out how to fix everything in your life, but when you take refuge in his righteousness. And when you must suffer because of the attacks of the devil, the world, and your own sinful flesh, you are being conformed to the image and likeness of the Son. On this day of dual observations, we give thanks for both the Word of God and His messengers, especially those Lutheran women in mission, <clears throat> our mothers, grandmothers, aunts, and all who teach by word and example to see, to know, and to hold on to the peace of God which passes all understanding in our everyday lives. What a great day to sing together. For this, now and in days to be, our praise shall rise, O Lord, to thee, whom all the angel hosts adore with grateful songs forevermore. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We sing hymn TLH 254, Lord God, we all to thee give praise. Lord.
Lord God, we all to Thee give praise. Thanksgivings me to Thee we raise. That angel host Thou didst create. Around Thy glorious throne to and heavenly grace and constantly behold thy face they heed thy voice they know it well in godly wisdom they excel sleep as we their whole delight is but to be with the Lord Jesus and to keep thy little flock thy lambs and sheep the Ancient dragon is therefore his envy and his wrath they know it always is his aim and pride thy Christian people to divide. As he of old deceived the world, and into sin and death as hurled, so now he sadly lies in wait to ruin school and church and state. A roaring lion round he goes, no halt nor rest he ever knows. He seeks the Christians to devour and slay them by his dreadful power. But watchful is the angel band that follows Christ on every hand to guard his people where they go and break the counsel of the foe. For this now and in days to be, our praise shall rise, O Lord, to Thee, whom all the angel hosts are.
In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the holy Christian church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Everlasting God, you have ordained and constituted the service of angels and men in a wonderful order. Mercifully grant that as your holy angels always serve and worship you in heaven, so by your appointment they may also help and defend us here on earth. Through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Throughout all gen. 
Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen. We sing hymn LSB 676, Behold the Host Arrayed in White. Behold a host arrayed in white Like thousands snow-clad mountains bright With palms they stand Who is this band Before the throne of light? These are the saints of glorious fame Who from the great affliction came And in the flood of Jesus' blood Are cleansed from guilt and shame They now serve God both day and night They sing their songs in endless light Their anthems ring as they all sing With angels shining bright Despised and scorned They sojourned here But now how glorious they appear Those martyrs stand a priestly band, God's throne forever near. On earth they wept through bitter years, now God has wiped away their tears. Transform their strife to heavenly life and free them from their fears. They now enjoy the Sabbath rest, the heavenly banquet of the the Lamb, their Lord, at festive board, Himself is host and guest. 
All blessed saints in bright array, now safely home in endless day. Next to the Lord, who with his word sustained you on the Steep and narrow path you trod, you toiled and sowed the word abroad. Rejoice and bring your fruits and sing before the throne of God. The myriad angels raise their song, O saints, sing with that happy throng. Lift up one voice, let them rejoice in our Redeemer's song.